New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And hello again, dear ones. Reverend Robert with you over here. Reverend Renee. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Ministers Talking Shit for Friday morning at 7 o'clock on the Mountain Time Zone, which means it is a reasonable hour uh, where Reverend Renee is. She's our special guest today, all the way from Charlotte, North Carolina. Reverend Renee, welcome aboard. Thank you. Thank you. This is awesome. I'm really excited. I was laughing at your um, the intro, and um, it was just it's really cute. I love the intro, the whole you know commercial thing. It's cracking me up. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. Um, some people, some of you out there may know that's my wife doing the voiceover on that one. So uh, we are definitely a family affair around here, and um, and it feels like you've started to become family here at the New Thought Media Network because I see you popping up on shows and as a guest with a number of different shows. Uh, we've known each other just barely, really, for a couple of years now. Uh, we met first for the first time at the affiliated New Thought Networks. Uh, retreat, uh, I think two years ago, three years ago now, maybe almost. And uh, it's kind of taken us forever to get you on this program, but I'm so grateful you're here today. Thank you. Thank you. It's exciting. Yeah, I have been on a few shows and it's it's just been, um, it's been really awesome to see the behind the scenes of everything that you're doing out there. It's, a, it's an awesome, awesome work that you're doing. And uh, yeah, I think I can tell them this morning that um, we're I'm kind of talking to uh, Rev here about maybe doing my own little, my own little something here. So he's uh, he's going to groom me to come on here and talk my own crap. <laughs> there we go. I got to be careful around the word grooming in today in today's society. But uh, yeah, we'll get we'll get you up and running on a program sometime here soon. Uh, do some quick good mornings. Good morning, Linda. Good to see you with us, dear one. Thank you for being here. Dear Fiona, one of our professional practitioners, all the way from Geneva, Switzerland. You know, when we say we're a global global ministry, we mean it. Uh, and Fiona holds down the fort, as it were, over in Geneva. Dear Wayne, up in Calgary, good day, my brother. Glad you're with us as well. Anyone else that's watching, feel free to chime along, chat along, share your thoughts and opinions here with us this morning, because that's what we do on this program uh we go where others won't and we talk about things that others won't and uh and want to jump right in today um you know 
if you if you've ever watched this program, you know uh, that I I believe the time is here to not just have responsible gun legislation, uh, but to outright get rid of guns. Uh, I don't see any good they do. I, I it, if you need to hunt, well, hey, maybe you know if you need to hunt for food, that's one thing. Um, but that's the I find it very disconcerting that right now. <laughs> There are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people hunting a man in Maine who would, by all appearances, be having a mental experience of some outside what we call the norm. And um, and it's just it breaks my soul. It hurts my breaks my heart, hurts my soul to know that rather than giving this man a way out we seem to just be, be perpetuating the cycle of violence and meeting one gun with hundreds of guns it's uh i think the time is here folks we got to change this stuff if you're not aware um yes this is now officially the 36th mass killing um, now, mass shooting is different. Um, a mass killing is where four or more, not counting the gunman or the gun person, um, are, are di have died. Our hearts and our prayers and more go out to those that have been affected throughout the main area. Um, but, you know, Renee, in the, in the early program or in the, the pre-show, you and I were talking and you were saying even in your neighborhoods. And you live in a nice neighborhood, and we see it here in Colorado. Um, let's jump right in. What do you see? Is there a solution to this? Gosh, you know, I grew up um, kind of in a. I grew up in a in a environment that had a lot of, of violence in it, and it was just a way of thinking. And so, as I become a minister, and I've uh, moved around, and I've seen things. It seems to be more prevalent. One of my think, one of my, one of my thoughts is that know more about it because everything is televised now. Their social media brings everything to our attention almost instantly. So of course we're inundated with it. As a society, we're inundated with it. The television shows everything almost um, goes ahead and puts a check mark on. Yeah, it's okay. And we've almost uh, become desensitized to to seeing this type of. Of violence and everywhere we look we see it in my neighborhood um always report the thing that is um troubling to me is um i'm an advocate for um, mental health recovery and they throw that they they have a kind of like a quotes around, well, he's mentally ill. So that's why he did it. And so possibly the, because he's mentally ill, that's why he did it. And his thinking is askew. And um, he did this act that is, unfortunately, he took uh, human life, but also he's mentally ill. And so what that's saying is that here's a person who's also in trouble. He's in trouble. He's in trouble mentally. He's seeing the world around him in um, an un unhealthy way. And so what happens as I see is that kind of like any 
wild animal that is is caged, he's going to come out to protect himself. And unfortunately, there might be a very negative um, conclusion to this situation, and that's him being him being killed or um, somebody else being hurt in him trying to escape this um, this thing that's causing him such terror. Yeah. yeah, violence never never fixes anything. <laughs> exactly, violence never fixes it. Exactly, <laughs> and um, I was in a class last evening. We were talking about this that um, we can't in a world where we are deeply we are one, and that's what we teach. We are one. Mm -hmm. um, to treat anyone like the other, to treat anyone as separate is not only malpractice, but that just perpetuates the cycle. And we're, we're doing that. We're treating this man as if he is not our brother. We are treating him as if he is not part of who we are. And he is, a, he is absolutely, um, I want to find the quote real quick. I just thought of this as we're talking here. So let me pull it up. Um, he is absolutely um, the least of us act out what the rest of us are feeling. Ooh. Mm -hmm. The least of us act out what the rest of us are feeling. And so he's, he's acting out that sense of fear. He's acting out of that sense of hunt or be hunted, kill or be killed. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I think we have the power and I think more than anybody new thought, those that ascribe to this philosophy have that ability to say, okay, we don't condone the actions, but we also have compassion for what has led him to this place. Mm -hmm. um, and in the pre-show you were talking about, right? It's kind of, it kind of, this whole thing of, oh, he's just crazy is an easy way to dismiss our part in the equation. And it, it downplays true mental illness. It downplays what uh, is necessary to support people that have divergent, uh, divergent brain patterns and divergent, um, divergent ways of looking at the world of experiencing life is what I want to say. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, and that is, that is, I think, part of the problem with, uh, I guess, the whole mental health movement is that you see you've seen a lot of these mass shootings um, over the years and they demonize <clears throat> the individuals and they must be crazy or they must have this or, you know, he's he's schizophrenic. He's this, that and the other thing. And <clears throat> being someone who is is has lived with mental health and I am a divergent myself, um, I know that when I was unwell, that the way that I saw the world was completely askew. And I saw myself sometimes as a victim, even in this teaching, because I was not balanced. And so what I see now is that there is there is recovery in, in every every aspect of mental health or every aspect of life. These these individuals that I think make these decisions, I can't I can't be in their mind, but I can only imagine the desperation, the fear, the separateness, the, I, I can't, I can't, I can't tell you what's in their mind, but what I know is that 
I don't believe that they should be treated with the same um, energy by which they give out. You know, one one um, one turn doesn't deserve another. Right. Yeah. yeah. An eye for an eye turns the whole world blind. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And unfortunately, again and again and again, it seems to me like far too often we're willing to turn a blind eye. Yeah. And yeah. and I and this has been a personal crusade of mine for the past uh, handful of weeks in in uh, what's happening in Gaza and Israel. And I see New Thought ministers just posting a sign of a flag of Israel, stand with Israel without any real critical thinking as to, wait a minute, do you have any concept of what Israeli, the Israeli military and government has done to the Palestinian people and the people of Gaza agreed. Gaza has created some horrific images, has created some horrific experiences for people. Um, And I, we don't condone their actions, but I think in the same vein, we have to recognize that there is a, a mental instability mm-hmm. at the level of a government now mm-hmm. that has to happen. And we're just meeting violence with violence. Um, woke up this morning to reports that the U.S. Um, took a defensive stance by bombing Syria last night. Mm. And we launched... And we launched an attack in Syria on what are supposedly Iranian um, Iranian terrorists or operatives. So are we declaring war on Iran or are we declaring war on Syria? Um, I think we're declaring <laughs> war on ourselves when, when we do these things rather than saying, hey, there are people. These are, these are our people. Mm-hmm. And whether we want to be, whether we want to say, again, it's the othering. The, some feel the Palestinians are our people. Some feel the Israelis are our people. And But I don't see anybody standing up and saying they are all our people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day who said, well, yeah, you, you say that we're two or more gathered and we come together in collective consciousness and we um, we pray and we meditate on peace, world peace, and that we're all one. Well, how come it's not working? And um, it's that's a really great question. How come it's not working? And I would have to say that those who are sitting in that consciousness, it is working because there is a collective consciousness. What we're seeing is the um, the reflection of a mass consciousness. And that can be counteracted. That can be counteracted when we come together and say, you know what? No, no, this isn't the answer. I don't know what the answer is yet, but this isn't it. This this isn't it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I I love that you bring that concept into this of mass consciousness, because Mm -hmm. right now um, the consciousness is very split. Mm -hmm. And we've got some great comments going on in the in the chat, Wayne says, replace I with we, and even illness becomes wellness. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and our dear friend Linda is sharing that she really likes the flag image that I've been posting. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll share that here with you all, folks. This has been my response 
um, to so many. Um, and I just asked the question, well, what about this then? Mm -hmm. You want to post one side or the other. There is always the both and happening. Um, and we have to remember that not there is there is no right and there is no wrong. Mm -hmm. There is what is. Um, and what I make up about it is going to be my reality. So if I want to see war, if I if I choose to see war, I'm at war with myself. Right. Right. Yeah. What I see is um, I had three thoughts going at once. There, you just saw my <laughs> mind. Um, what What I see is um, a representation of I'm going to say mass fear. And it's mass fear. It's it's not just hate. It's not um, the otherness. It's fear. And I don't know if the majority knows exactly what they're afraid of. But what I see is that there's fear of space being taken over by something that's dangerous or someone that's dangerous. And you know, I've had the opportunity in my life to stand next to someone that maybe I didn't understand. I didn't understand their religion. I didn't understand their culture. And um, I belong to uh, a group that's called uh, Mecklenburg Ministries. And what it is, is it's that all these faith leaders, they come together and they have this neat thing about sitting down on a Friday to lunch with someone who is from another thought uh, thought, mm -hmm. and understand who they are, and not the other. They're not the other. They're the we. Right. Yes. We're like a tapestry. We're like stew. You know, keep adding to it and it becomes richer and more beautiful. <laughs> I like that one. I've never heard that one before. And I like that one a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And uh, here's our brother Wayne again. Love-based thinking will rise like a wellspring. Um, yes, Wayne. I, and I believe when we're talking about consciousness on the mass scale. That's what's necessary to move away from that fear-based consciousness. And I think that the fear-based, the mass fear you're talking about is that somebody's going to take, come take my good. Mm -hmm. Somebody's going to come take my money. Somebody's going to come take my food. Somebody's going to take my home. Well, right. that's happening, folks. That's what's happening. And, and we are both the, the receiver of that experience and the giver of that experience. We, as America, we take people's food and we take people's homes and we take people's money. And, um, and then we're afraid that, it, that that's going to happen to us. In a world of oneness, we are really just taking our own food and our own shelter and I envision a world where there is a free sharing of these resources, where mm -hmm. nobody lives in fear that they won't have something to eat tonight, that no one lives in fear of where they're going to sleep tonight. That um, we talk, We've talked about this on this program before, that right now in America, there are more empty homes than there are people sleeping on the streets. Yeah. And the only reason those people are sleeping on the streets is because somebody is afraid that they're going to drop from being a billionaire to a millionaire. Somebody mm -hmm. is afraid that they're they're not going to be able to to 
purchase that extra lobster or whatever it might be mm-hmm. somebody is is in that place of fear and um so if not us who is going to raise up this vibration of love i think people in new thought are more um more capable than any right now on the planet to be raising up a vibration of love mm-hmm we have to love this man in, in Maine right now. We have to love him into his own healing. Not chase him down, not hunt him down, but love him up. Not for what he's done, not the actions, not the mm-hmm. outcomes. We don't love, I, I, you know, know me now. I don't love the fact that we're sitting here talking about guns again on a Friday morning. We do this far too often in the year. But we have to love the human that has that is a fallen angel at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, if not us, who? And I go back to the the thought that <clears throat> when we make this person wrong, we make ourselves wrong because that's what you know. To talk about our our teaching is that what we're looking at, we're looking with. So if I'm seeing him as if I'm seeing him as this broken, horrible person that needs to be taken down and let's crush him. Well, then what what does that say? It's going on inside of me. And so it, when I look at the world around me and if I look at the world around me with a perspective of them versus me, fear versus versus peace, um, uh, togetherness versus separateness. Well, then there's something inside of me that is um, askew. There's something inside of me. I'm looking at that in exactly the same way. Compassion is compassion um, should be widespread. I would love to see that cooperative globe that you just talked about, but not just that to where we bring compassion back. It becomes like a um, a new movement. Compassion, you know, there's <laughs> <laughs> there's just it's compassion. Um, and so what's wrong with seeing someone else? Um, as a human being, regardless of their actions. Okay. So let's practice that. (laughs) Uh, Because Donald Trump's been in the news all week and we have a new speaker of the house. Mm. And um, I think one of the toughest places to find that compassion for me, at least is in politics. Um, when we look at this guy, they, they've just elected to the Speaker of the House, um, very evangelical, um, very much a, not in favor of women's rights, um, very far to the right side of the spectrum, if you will, very uh, red thinking, if you will. And it, it might be tough for some of us um, to find compassion for, um, for what for what we think is going to happen in our government, in our politics. Um, now, one of the good things that might come from this is uh, the rec- the recusal vote or the expulsion vote. George Santos is under an expulsion vote. The only reason the vote hasn't happened is because we haven't had a speaker for three weeks. But that process is going to move forward. We're going to start to hold him accountable for his actions. Um, there was a speech on the House floor yesterday ask, uh, calling for censure of Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, in our poli- and again, Donald Trump's 
been uh, looks rather scared uh, this past week in the face of testimony by some of his former confidants and lawyers and such. Um, what's the for you? And I know we talked about this a little in the, in the pre-show as well. What's the key for you to find that sense of compassion when we start talking about a lot of these political players? Mm. Well, thanks for bringing this up. No, <laughs> I um, hmm. there was there was for a while, especially during the the pandemic and the insurrection and all that. You know, um, I struggled with my mind. I struggled with. Um, finding compassion for the situation. I had um, visceral reactions to um, Donald Trump. And so it occurred to me all of a sudden, well, that's the wrong approach, you know, Renee, we have to look at this in a different way. So what is the, what is the answer? Um, <clears throat> well, once again, it just has to go back to, we have to stand in consciousness for what it is that we want to see, period. And it, short of us going and rushing the floor and um, being able to vote and to make uh, make decisions, you and I, Robert, um, I think that's the only thing that we can do is to be the, the example of right thinking. And when I say right thinking is I say intelligent use of this, uh, of of mind, intelligent use. That's the only thing I can think of at this point versus you and I going and taking over. <laughs> you know? I don't want the job. Sorry. No, me either. No. <laughs> but, but, um, I, 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 you're absolutely hitting on it. Um, in this class I've been talking about that I'm taking right now, uh, one of the things that came forward last night was that with every dastardly deed, we must be more committed than ever to creating a vibration of peace. Yeah. And when, um, when Donald comes out and says something that is dastardly, when the new speaker of the house is, is old tapes are brought up of him uh, denying a woman's rights to body autonomy. Um, when I hear a politician using anti-trans language, um, I can, it's easy. The humanness, the ego part of the humanness wants to fall into you are wrong and I am going to argue and I am going to fight with you and I am going to post dirty, nasty, horrible memes about you and every other thing. But it is in those moments we have to be more committed than ever to creating the vibration of peace. Yeah, absolutely. And what do you what do you say to people? Because people, um, I have students who say this to me that they say that, well, you guys are Pollyannas. You guys don't see the situation as it is, and we should be afraid. And thinking positively does, you know, and and seeing someone um, as um, a precious uh, person of the divine does not solve the problem. And aren't you just giving them permission to? Um, to do what it is they're doing. And you guys are, um, we're, uh, what they, what the person say, we're candy coating. We're candy coating yeah. the situation. Yeah. You know, yeah. recently I've, I've been called naive online uh, and, and it falls into that same thing. And my perspective is we've tried that. Mm -hmm. We've been doing that for decades. 
we've been saying we've been fighting and pushing against that which we do not agree with for decades and where has it gotten us we are a we are a nation and i'm not afraid to look at the truth we are a nation that is deeply deeply divided but as a people i still believe that deeply we are one mm-hmm. and and that's one of our well, heck, I put it on coffee mugs. <laughs> oh, I need one. Ooh, I need one. <laughs> right. They're on the website and we'll get you one. Um, and if I look at the if I look at life from that lens, that the truth of us is we are divided, then that is what we are gonna be. Right. And all, and we've been trying that for decades. We've been fighting. We've been locking people up. We've been executing people. We've been making people the other for my entire life. And um, and it is time, I believe, we've got to try something different. We do have to try something different. I just noticed this right here. Um, Linda said, why is Pollyanna bad? She saw the light symbolizing symbolically holding up the crystal good question yeah so why is it bad it's not necessarily bad i don't see pollyanna as bad but that that symbolism is beautiful the word pollyanna to me means that you're not seeing reality you're not seeing what's really happening you're putting icing over the top of it and um not facing um what's really happening pollyanna the the real symbolism of pollyanna um, was holding up a crystal, which I think is a beautiful sy- symbol. And also, it's yeah. And the term has been subverted. Yes. The very few people would know that, Linda. Um, so thank you for bringing it forward. And yes. I don't know that I knew that. I, I think I knew. I don't know. I didn't really know that. I knew the term as exactly the way it's been subverted. Um, that it, we're not looking at the reality of things. And the truth is, I think that the reality is not that we are separate. People want to believe that the reality is we are each separate from each other. And um, we're not. A, t- a term that uh, I haven't used often, but I'm about to use a lot more, uh, holonic consciousness. Ooh a consciousness of oneness. We are trapped in a world that teaches us and wants us to believe in Solon, the solo, the Solonic consciousness, that my consciousness is mine alone and it doesn't affect you and your consciousness can't affect me. And and we are all these little silos running around bumping into each other. And if you bump into me too hard or in a way I don't like, be careful because I'm going to pull my gun and shoot you. Mm-hmm. We've got to get into this understanding um, that we are holonic consciousness. We are each individual cells within the one, but we are still part of the one. And so again, when my brother is shot, I bleed. I hurt. When 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 I attempt to exercise a politician what i am doing is hurting myself yeah 
you know, I just uh, while you're talking, I was think, sitting here thinking and, you know, Linda, thank you for bringing that up, because that that leads me to um, something is that so often we I, I use that phrase actually not knowing the actual story behind it. And so how often do we we use words, we use phrasings, we use ideas and we actually are not fully informed. And so that could be something that we take on you talk about well what could what could help i think being fully informed being um educated on that which you um that which you oppose be educated on what it is that you really you feel that you're opposing because i think when we have all the information that gives us power we're powerful when we have all the information and back to uh what we're talking about is that words have power. What what are the words you're using? Every word has power. And I think so often we go around talking and throwing stuff out that we don't know the power of it. Yeah. I didn't know it was a movie either. Linda, you're schooling us today. Right on, girl. I love it. Um, I didn't know it was a movie. I'm going to watch it. I just so I just did a real quick search. It's a 1960s film, uh, a film from 1960, uh, and uh, it, it's a, a fictional and uplifting story of an orphaned girl with a sunny attitude. Uh, so yeah, I, I think it's time for an old school movie night, um, and and, uh, and maybe maybe we should do that. Get everybody together and have an old school movie night, and then have a true discussion around it. Um, Ooh, I love that, and and be able and you're hitting on the real on the real point of all of this, and uh, I love how this program works, folks, because we're running out of time. We've got a, just a few minutes left here today, uh, and we're finding that um, we're learning something, and it's really about the power of our word. Mm. You have within you the power to change the conditions of your life through the power of prayer, through the power of meditation, through the power of right thinking, through the power of oneness by remembering and activating and not allowing ourselves to go down the road of othering, the road of separation, the road of division. Yeah. Let's put fear, let's put fear on the shelf with the elf and let's, Let's view each other as if we would in a, a collective tribe. Yes, collective yes. tribe. It's like world world hugs all around. You know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, folks. I think we had our first Christmas reference here. We're going to put fear on the on the shelf with the elf. Uh, <laughs> Think you just said there. Uh, so uh, obviously the season is upon us, and um, I've from the day one getting into this philosophy. I've been in this movement just over twenty years now. From day one, I always heard, you know, fear is false evidence appearing real, and along the way, I came up with my own uh, version. And what if fear is forgetting to empower? absolute reality mm. we fall into fear when we forget to empower the absolute reality that we are one 
We, f- we fall into fear when we forget to empower the absolute reality that there is more than enough of everything necessary for the fulfillment of your mission on this planet. And it comes into your life exactly as necessary. Yes. We forget to empower through the, the use of our words. We mm-hmm. forget to empower the absolute truth of who we are. And starting right now, and starting in every moment, we do have the ability and the opportunity to, to, to flip that, right. to move away from the fear and move into the faith. Mm-hmm. And you can flip that in the moment, almost the minute something comes out of your mouth that you find that is not in alignment with that truth. Say, you know what? Let me rephrase that. I, I, was, I was incorrect. That's an incorrect use of the law, right? Yep. Intelligent use. We are all intelligent beings. Use it. Yep. That's how I got rid of the word hate in my language. Mm -hmm. When I I first came into this philosophy, I hated all kinds of stuff. I hated on this and I hated on that. And I hated this and I hated that. And it was my first minister, Reverend Donald Graves, who said, you know, you might want to rethink that word. And, And so I set about a personal process And every time I heard myself say that word, I would do exactly what you're talking about. I'd say, I'm sorry, hold on. That is not what I really mean. Let me rephrase that. Mm -hmm. I have a strong personal dislike for that. Mm -hmm. Or that upsets me. Mm -hmm. Or that causes me pain that I don't know how to process and am not ready to to process. Mm -hmm. And we can do that anywhere folks we can do that with any of the limiting thoughts phrases feelings and words that we use Mm -hmm. Um, so so we're gonna we do need to wrap this up however i want to say hello to car uh laurie carlson good to see you dear one uh you can catch laurie on saturday mornings on our prayer program praying it praying it up uh with us and uh it is the season to put fear on the shelf with the elf (laughs) that's the phrase of the day uh so uh thanks for sharing that uh quick shout out to mara as well grateful that you are with us dear one thanks for being a part of that uh and what we're doing so um renee before we go um final thoughts anything we haven't said anything else that wants to be said before we wrap this up and get into our fridays i love you guys just uh, keep going forth knowing that you are the light. You changed the world just by showing up. And um, I love you. That's it. I love you. I see you. Beautiful. I think that's the perfect way to wrap this show up. We love you. <laughs> Folks, we love that you're a part of New Thought Media Network. And we invite you to stay tuned with us throughout the day. Coming up next is Sekou Writes with Be Your Own Hero. 8.15 is morning prayer time. 8.30 is the morning sip with Rev Melissa. Nine o'clock, we start our Spanish language programming with Emma Moreno. And at 9.30, our Spanish language uh, uh, Spanish language prayer time that happens at 9.30. Tune in for that. Later today at 10 o'clock, it is uh, Practicing Infinite Possibilities with Lindsay Leinbach. One o'clock is The Joy Show with Reverend Barbara Jean. I'll be back at five o'clock with the good news. Reverend Michael's here with our fireside chat at six and we wrap it all up later tonight, 8.15 with our evening prayers as well. So uh, thank you for being a part of what we're doing here on the New Thought Media Network. 
We hope you'll share, like, and subscribe. Do all those positive things to let your friends and family know what we're doing. And uh, I'm going to say another real big, huge thank you to you, Reverend Renee. I hope you'll come back again sometime. Yes. Yes, please. Oh, good. Uh, it's it's not quite as insanely early for you as it is for us here. So uh, make it a little easier for you to join us. Folks, thanks again. We're going to get out of here for now. Until next time. We want to wish you peace and richest blessings. Bye now. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking. We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings.